0: Hi, and welcome to show number 13 of the El Caps of the Travel Talks, a podcast where people share travel stories and adventures. My name is Tony Lloyd and I'm going to be your host. Each week I sit down with individuals and we talk about their journeys, who they are, where they're from, and most of all, how are they doing it. First of all, I'd like to thank all the people who've been listening and supporting us so far and thank you for the comments that you've given us For the new people, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe so that you get all the updates. Also, please don't forget to take a look at our Facebook page with all the written stories. If you're someone who likes to write, we're still looking for some people to write some more stories. For today's show, we talk about how to set up your own online business, which allows you the freedom to travel. So please get yourself a cup of tea or coffee and enjoy the show.
1: My name is Yosuke, and I was born in Japan. Uh, When I was four years old, I moved to the suburbs of Philadelphia. Yeah, I've been living here since then and traveling for the past year or so.
0: So we actually met when you were here a few months ago, earlier this year. And today we're doing this interview with the use of Zoom. Okay. When you were here, we were talking about that you've set up your own online business as a way of travel. Our show today is going to be about how people could work and travel at the same time. So basically, what do you call yourself? Do you call yourself a nomadic businessman? What do you? How do you label yourself?
1: So I guess right now, I would consider myself like a digital nomad. It's funny how I first was introduced to traveling in terms of last year, I decided to take a gap year after I graduated from college. And during that gap year, I was actually teaching English in Colombia. And one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this was because I wanted to learn more Spanish, and you know I had the travel bug in me. <laughs> okay. I studied in Spain fourth year of university, and after that I was like, I need to do this again. Like I, I love traveling. I love the aspect of meeting people from all over the world and just seeing different cultures and trying the different foods. And it was like an adventure every day. So after I had graduated from college, I was like, okay, I need to find a way to continue this. And before I, you know, go out into the real world, I want to take a gap year, make some money teaching English online, just being able to support myself and then kind of reevaluating from there. And then I met up with a friend, like a, a very good friend of mine growing up. He was neighbors with me. And this was when I went back to Philadelphia for, and he was telling me a little bit about what he's been up to the past few, few months. And, you know, he told me he started this online business selling phone chargers. I was like, okay, that's really interesting. And he told me, like, he, he made an insane amount of money in, you know, a few months. And I was like, how, like, how is that even possible, right? Because there's like this world of, you know, online business, like selling things online mm-hmm. uh, through Facebook ads and Instagram ads that I was completely unaware of. So me personally, when I see an ad on Facebook or Instagram, usually I'm not the type to kind of interact with it. So I just kind of scroll right past it. You know, there are a lot of people who, who love online shopping, right? They'll see an ad that kind of piques their interest. And they'll look at it and they'll, okay, well, wow, this is a cool product. This is a great, like this is problem solver. I need this in my life. And so, you know, some might buy that product and you can make a lot of money selling
0: these things, right? Basically, as you said, you were teaching English in Colombia and you decided that you want to continue traveling. So yeah. then you thought, okay, by setting up this online business, this will be your your gateway or your ticket to travel. Yeah, absolutely. So You know, I knew teaching English, there was like a limit
1: to how much I can travel. And also you're kind of, the hours were kind of hard because I had to teach in the morning. And it was a very tough kind of schedule. And I wanted to do something that could make more money, that I could, you know, sustain myself in better ways.
0: Have you worked in in a business
1: place? During college, I had pretty much different plans. I mean, I was going to college, I was studying biology, and I was on the medical school, you know, path. And that's what I thought I wanted to do, you know, go into medicine, become a doctor. But the more I kind of did some like self-reflection and some introspection, I've realized, you know, I mean, my ideal lifestyle would be to at least right now travel, be able to travel and see the world and make money online and just kind of having that freedom
0: of not working in an office or not working in a hospital for a few years. What did your parents and the people around you have to say? <laughs> Tell them you don't want to go to medical school. You want to... Start traveling and set up an online business? My parents
1: were, they were a bit worried, I think, definitely. I think if I put them in, if I were in their shoes, I'd be a bit worried. Like, hey, like, you know, you were just in college the past four years studying, you know, to do this. And now you want to do this, you know, like something completely different, something a lot more riskier, like a lot more risky. I mean, but at the same time, I think they, they were kind of understanding in that, hey, like, look, this is your life. Like, you can try things out. And I think overall, they were very supportive, and I didn't have too much backlash.
0: Okay, your friend told you about this business and told you about the opportunity to do this. So how did you actually go about setting something like that up so that you could have the freedom to travel? He sent me a course
1: on YouTube, basically. And if you just search up um, James Beattie, you can put down the link, James Beattie or Verum Ecom. These are two guys that specialize in e-commerce business and selling things online, the business model is called drop shipping. And so what drop shipping is, basically when someone buys from your store, you directly contact the manufacturer and have the manufacturer send the product to your customer. And so essentially you're acting as a middleman. And so you market the product and then the manufacturer ships it out. So you don't have anything
0: to do with shipping. You don't have to deal with people saying, "Oh, my machine didn't come on time, or my machine is broken." How does that yeah, work? Yeah,
1: absolutely. If a customer, you know, emails me, I have a customer service agent that helps me out now. But she will basically respond. You know, if the product's broken or a product's damaged, you know, you'll send out another one or do refunds. The shipping itself is handled by the supplier, or in my case, a fulfillment team or third-party logistics, which basically is a warehouse that has um, shipping
0: capabilities. Okay. If that yeah. product was broken, for example, does that mean mm-hmm. that the company that produces the product charges you for that? Or do you, how do you get that product back to that company?
1: If the product is broken, you know, and they'll send me a video of it, then, you know, I don't need further evidence. But if, you know, they don't like the product or something, I'll just have them actually ship it back to, to my house. I'll just store it there. And then the factory will send out a replacement. If it was a faulty product, right? If it's a manufactured defect, since I am buying like in stock from this this manufacturer, um, they will send out re- replacements. Okay. I can dive in a little deeper on like how exactly I set up my store. I've kind of forgot to, you know, I kind of went all the way into the fulfillment side of things, which is like the very last thing I should. Okay, get Yeah. Sorry. So let's
0: let's okay let's let's go from the start. So
1: I watched the videos. I immediately set up a website on Shopify. Shopify is one of the largest website building uh, websites, companies. And I set up my store and then I ordered the product off of Amazon. Um, They were selling it on Amazon. And I just filmed a creative, like an advertisement, made my own video, like an ad and posted it on Facebook and spent money on Facebook ads and Instagram ads. And those ads led to my website and then which customers can go ahead and buy product. Okay.
0: What are your three top sellers?
1: Right now, my main product in the beauty niche, and it's this facial vacuum. And it basically helps to like improve circulation and remove blackheads and acne and oils that are in your pores. And so that's my main product. And Played around with a few different products, but one would be uh, this carpentry like ruler, a ruler that would be used for carpenters, kind of measure things. And it had a lot of different like sides and gadgets that you could like quickly measure things. So I tested a bunch of different products, almost 20, maybe around 20 different products until I found one that actually caught on steam and started selling.
0: Okay. okay, so you're a best seller. Like how many of these products are you selling? On a daily basis, 120 to 200 a day. 200 a day? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, selling so Selling a lot, yeah. The people who are buying these products, are they in any particular part of the world? Or are they all over the world? Originally, before COVID-19, I
1: was marketing this product throughout the world, but due to shipping restrictions and shipping delays, I've just focus on the United States for now. Right now, my main target demographic
0: is 18 to 34-year-olds in the U.S. So when basically people could go on the video, and the video will explain to them how they do this. So how do you design your day when you're traveling?
1: Yeah, this is one of the things that is probably the toughest when you're on the road. So what I do is I have a journal, and every day I write three or four things of things that I need to complete that day. They're basically mini goals, mini tasks that need to be done. And that helps me kind of be really organized. I like to work in cafes, you know, somewhere a little bit quiet, but, you know, still has some noise. I can drink some coffee. Go there usually in the mornings, maybe from nine or 10, work a few hours. My day-to-day is basically me managing ads. And so I spend a decent bit of money on Facebook ads and Instagram ads and a little bit of Google ads. And so what I do is every day I make sure... That the money that I'm spending on the ads is bringing me, you know, a profitable return on ad spend and just kind of playing around with that and turning things off if they're not working and trying to optimize my website for conversions, looking at different like
0: analytics. Do you have yourself set up to work certain days of the week and how do you see the sites and, you know, participate in all the activities, going out drinking and all those sort of, how do you balance that (laughs) part? I don't work every day. I would say I do look at my ads
1: every day. Um, so I guess technically that could be considered work. But yeah, I'll just log in and see if my ads are profitable. And if not, I'll turn them off. But usually during my travels, I would probably put in like, two hours, two, three hours a day, and then weekends not really put in too much time. The great thing about my business is it's pretty much automated in the sense that I have um, a customer service representative who handles all the emails and customer inquiries. And then I have a fulfillment team in China who gets the orders off of my website. So on Shopify, they'll see that like John Smith from Oregon ordered this product. And then my fulfillment center in China will see that and directly send it so that I don't really have to do that. And so for me, it's more so like optimizing, creating new ads things like that on a day-to-day basis.
0: And I'm assuming these are all third-party companies that you link into. You didn't go and set up this team in China by yourself.
1: No, no, absolutely not. This is a fulfillment team that I'm partnering with, right? They are a third-party logistics. I'm sure they have, you know, hundreds of other, like, customers like me who have these stores, and they'll send out products from their warehouse.
0: And the fulfillment team, that's also explained in the video. Fulfillment team. So in the
1: beginning, so I kind of, because like the fulfillment team was like after I like started getting a lot of sales in the beginning, how I fulfilled orders was someone would buy a product off of my website. And then what I would do is go on um, AliExpress.com and buy the product on AliExpress, which is like a, a massive online retailer in China, buy that product and then put in my customer's um, address, and then have AliExpress ship product to my customers. And that's okay. how I first started. And then once I found a product that was working really well, which was the the facial vacuum blackhead remover, that's when I started using a third party logistics fulfillment team in China. And then I would buy a thousand units um, at a time and then have them you know placed in the warehouse so that they could ship it quickly.
0: Tell us about when you thought, okay, this could really work and I could really travel that
1: way. So before I get into that part, I guess I want to talk about like the struggle because I mean, it was a hundred percent. Any business takes a lot of commitment and you're not going to see profits immediately. Okay. And so for me, I remember in the beginning, I had maybe $3,000, $4,000 to my name and kind of starting out this business. You know, I went through that summer um, testing new products and a lot of which uh, of my costs were Facebook ads, which are extremely expensive. Yeah. And so I tested, you know, maybe 10, 15 products until I found my winner. And I ended up probably losing during that time, you know, $3,000, $4,000. And then maybe around the six-month mark, I, you know, found this product and, you know, it started working. It started selling really well. And I thought to myself, like, wait, like, this this is this is going really well. And I started seeing days, you know, I hit, I remember I hit my first, like, $1,000 day in sales. And I'm like, whoa, like, that's awesome. Like, I, I can keep this up, you know. And then I just continued to kind of scale and seeing bigger numbers daily. And uh, yeah, it was extremely exciting. Yeah, I took a lot of time and kind of even doubts at certain points. I remember I was working two jobs so that I can kind of support myself and also have money to invest into my business. I I remember I was teaching English online at like 6am until like nine. And then at night, I'd go out and serve tables at a restaurant. And then meanwhile, during the day, I would be really committed and um, using that time to, you know, continue with my e-commerce journey um, and kind of investing in my e-commerce business.
0: Do you remember a particular moment where you're like a okay, this is not going to work. I should just go back home and go back to medical school? To be honest with you, I there were times where
1: I had like a little bit of doubt, but at the same time, like I was so committed and there was no going back. To me, it was like, I'm gonna make this work and I'm gonna make this work. There was no other option. And so I just like put my head down and just kept on going. And mm-hmm. I think it really helped that I had a mentor, you know, my neighbor growing up who had immense success. He was a childhood friend of mine. You know, he was one years older than me and, you know, he did it, so why can't I? You know, and he was right there to kind of help me with any questions along the way, just kind of guiding me if I had any questions. And I knew that just having someone like him be kind of like an inspiration, you know, helped me kind of push myself and think, okay, I can do this as well.
0: What have been some of the struggles that you've had on the road while you're trying to do the business? at the same time? For most of the places that I would
1: go to, I made sure that I stayed in hostels and in kind of cities and places that had Wi-Fi. And so I didn't have a problem with Wi-Fi connections or anything. But one thing I will say is when you're traveling and working at the same time, it's harder to maintain like a daily schedule and be extremely laser focused compared to right now let's say i'm back home actually at my parents house right now during this coronavirus you know i only have time on my hands so i'm just sitting on my computer and trying to i can just focus a lot better that's one aspect that i that i kind
0: of missed um and it's harder to do when traveling as you said you're at home now and it's much easier to focus and to concentrate why do it why why travel and and work at the same time where you can sit at home and you're focused. <laughs> Traveling is a sense it, you gain a sense of
1: freedom, you know, to be able to go out and see parts of the world that you've never seen before and meet people who live there, the locals and interact with them and see the, the way that they live. To me, that's, that's what life's about. And I just love that kind of interaction that I have with people. And to be able to travel while making money it's for yourself at least for me that was the goal and that's why i love it so much
0: okay you'd mentioned a few minutes ago about that moment when you were like wow i can make a thousand dollars a day doing this has there been another mm-hmm. wow moment maybe in the combination of working as a nomad and traveling at the same time was you yeah about one of those
1: moments <laughs> this was in tulum mexico and i remember waking up at like 9 a.m and just checking my phone because i get notifications from shopify when i get sales and i had just you know probably i just had a long sleep, like i woke up turned my phone on and i had maybe like you know 60 60 orders or so or something like that you know yeah so you wake up and you're just like i just made you know 800 in in profit and you know while i was sleeping right and you just wow. you're like geez is this is this real life like it doesn't seem real you know and I remember, you know, it's it's kind of like you're you're feeling like uh, you're kind of on cloud nine, I guess. At that point, you're just like, wow, like I can really just continue
0: doing this and traveling at the same time. It's you know, it's okay. No, yeah, that was probably one that's definitely that would months, definitely yeah. be a wild moment for me. Travel plans you have for after Corona, or have you given up your yeah. travel dreams? <laughs> never,
1: never. Um, I think traveling um, is definitely on my mind. So this year, I will most likely stay in the US. But starting 2021, my plan is to kind of finish my, my trip in South America. So finish seeing Peru, Machu Picchu, and Bolivia, Brazil and Argentina. And then my plan is to go to Southeast Asia and do all of those countries and eventually settle in Japan for a year.
0: Okay, but we might see you back in Ecuador? Overall,
1: you know, I thought it was a beautiful country. There are a lot of mountains um, that I want to climb. Like, uh uh, Cotopaxi. And so I think that in the near future, sometime uh, I'll be back. So
0: the last question I have for you, all this experience that you've had between your online business and traveling as a nomad in that sense, what would you say maybe one or two key things that you've learned that you'd like to share with others?
1: A lot of people are risk averse they might be scared to kind of take that risk or take that leap of faith. And, you know, for me personally, I think if you take calculated risks, things will turn out fine. If you look at, you know, your risk versus reward and your pros and cons of taking this action or not taking this action, you can kind of figure out like, okay, I should do this because if this succeeds or, you know, if I go travel and do this, you know there's going to be all this whole new world that opens up right and for me that was starting my online business making money and being able to travel and have kind of that freedom that a lot of people don't have um and so i would say you know don't be scared to take risks because there's no rewards without taking risks
0: okay thank you for taking the time to talk with me definitely be of help to some people that might be listening to us of how they could then when things get back to normal and we were back on the road traveling how they could set up their lives as a travel nomads also right. Hey, thank you so much for having me tony appreciate it thank you for listening in and hope you enjoyed today's show please take a look at our podcast notes for the links to the videos if you too would like to set up your own online business. A reminder to everyone that if you have not already done so to subscribe so you get updates for our future show. Take a look also at our Facebook page with the written stories and if you'd like to write we're still looking people to write some more stories. Any comments, observations, Feedbacks that you'd like to send, please send an email to elcapcito traveltalks at gmail.com. Shout out for Marshall, our editor. Hope to see you here sometime soon in the El Capcito in Cuenca, Ecuador. Bye for now and please stay safe.